What's up, everybody, and welcome to House Hacking Success. Today's episode is pretty cool. We asked some of our listeners to answer a few questions about themselves, why they're pursuing house hacking, what kind of challenges they're facing. Uh, Today's episode features three guests, and they're going to answer five questions for us. Those questions being, number one, what is your name and where are you from? Number two, what actions are you taking to get into your first house hack? Question number three, what challenges are you facing and how are you overcoming them? Question number four, why do you want a house hack and what will it allow you to do? And question number five, what are your long-term investing goals? So this is really cool. I'd love to hear the perspective, the mindset, and the actions that people are taking to reach financial freedom, to get into that house hack, and then what their long-term plan is and why they're house hacking in the first place. Because house hacking is a great way to get started in real estate investing. It's a great way to just attain financial freedom. And it really allows you to do so much. And it's the best way by far to get started. Really hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to the House Hacking Success Podcast, where you'll learn the path to free rent and financial freedom through real estate. Featuring your hosts, Brad Labrie and Drew Klingler. Hi, everyone. My name is Brandon Chittister. I'm from Elm Park, Michigan, which is about 20 minutes away from Detroit. And I'm currently pursuing my first house hack in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Grand Rapids is quite a bit different market than Detroit, but I want to talk a little bit about some of the action that I'm currently taking towards that first house hack. So I'd say one of the most important things is just going to be education. So a lot of house hacking podcasts, audiobooks, and just trying to surround myself with individuals who have house hacked before because it can be a little bit scary and sometimes you uh, lose confidence, but being surrounded by other individuals who have done it before has helped me learn a lot quicker. Also, just driving the neighborhoods. You know, you can look at as many listings as you want, but if you don't know the neighborhood, uh, it's hard to be confident in making such a, a large decision if you're not familiar with the area. So I'd say just get in the car and drive the neighborhood. Uh, you got to be confident with the numbers too. And I've heard this before, but until I actually sat down and took listings and ran the numbers on them as if I was purchasing that property the next day, uh, that's what really did it for me. Once I started doing that, and it only takes probably, I'd say, five or ten, and after you get that, you really get the hang of it. You can just start eyeballing uh, deals, and, and you can see pretty quickly. Uh, other than that, it's the last thing to do while getting started and some action to take is get pre-approved. Do you want to make sure you're with a good lender? Uh, I, I wouldn't necessarily just uh, suggest Googling one, I, I would say try and find someone you trust in the industry, maybe someone who has done this before, and talk to them and see if they have a good lender. I, I would always recommend trying to find someone who's used a lender who is either familiar with this uh, strategy or overall has just a really good track record in uh, real estate lending. As far as some challenges that I've faced, like I said, confidence is a big thing. A lot of people tell you you're crazy, you know, this horrible idea. So trying to surround yourself with other people who have done it before uh, certainly helps. And I would say competition in the market. We're all seeing that. Um, you know, maybe you just need to get a little bit creative. One creativity tool you'll hear all the time: look for two-bedroom houses that have more than twelve hundred square feet. If you're seeing a fifteen hundred square foot house with two bedrooms, chances are there's a, a foyer or a den that can be converted or walled off to a bedroom. Uh, why am I house hacking? Really, so. My whole focus here is, one, I've rented for the last five years, and I can't get any of that, that value back. I see the value in real estate, and I'd like to, down the road, be able to pull that equity back out. But when I really think of my monthly numbers, I know I'm paying $500 a month on rent, and I have $300 a month in a student loan payment. 
If I could eliminate that $500 a month rent payment and take that $500 and match it with my $300 and be paying $800 a month towards my student loans, I'd get those loans taken care of lickety split. And that's something that is motivated me towards this direction. And I would say lastly, my long-term uh, vision and goals in real estate overall. I'm a driven individual. I'm, I'm passionate about real estate. Uh, I like to, to lead groups of people. And I think that's really leading me towards a real estate syndication, really running um, large multifamily deals, uh, fundraising, and um, just really find myself in the multifamily space. Uh, but again, my name is Brandon Chittister, and I've shared with you a little bit about my journey towards my very first house hack. Thanks. Hey there. So really quickly before we get started, I just want to um, say I've been a fan of the show for a while now, um, since back in September when you guys first start publishing podcasts. And um, I really appreciate what you're doing, really appreciate the mission of informing people of house hacking and giving them the tools that they need to succeed. So so thank you for that. So question number one, uh, what is your name and where are you from? My name is Kavian Anderson Spells. I'm, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, originally from Orlando, was born in Orlando. I moved to Atlanta when I was 12. And uh, after graduating high school, I went up to Ohio to attend uh, the Ohio State University, go Bucks, um, and got a degree in engineering. And from there, I moved to Buffalo. I worked in Buffalo for, for about three years as a process engineer before moving back home to Atlanta. Oh, question number two, what actions are you taking to get into your first house hack? So while I was at Ohio State, um, I attended a seminar put on by athletic director uh, Gene Smith. And these seminars that he put on were about many, many different things when it comes to mental health, to relationships, to um, just just about anything that that was about improving your life overall. So one of these sessions was about financial literacy. And Derek Funderburg was the person who put on this seminar. He's a, a former NBA player um, turned financial coach. So he came, he taught us about budgeting. He taught us about saving and investing and different things. But the thing that struck me most about that was uh, one point where he said, you know, if you... If you guys, he was talking to a group of, of young black males. He was saying, if you guys put in as much time watching sports and ESPN as you would, you know, learning about finances, then you'd be rich one day. So me, I wanted to be rich. So I took that and absolutely ran with it. That was a turning point in my life. I just ate up every book that I could from Rich Dad, Poor Dad to Richest Man in Babylon to Intelligent Investor um, I watched CNBC all day, every day, and um, and that changed my life for the better. I started saving more. Um, once I, I graduated and moved to, to Buffalo, I started saving more. And but, you know, I, I didn't there was no intention for for that money. I knew I wanted to put it into something, but there was no intention for it. That didn't come until a few years later. Um, I went back to Ohio State for homecoming and a friend of mine, um, I asked if I could stay if they had a place for me to, to crash at. So he said, yeah, you know, you know, come on, come on down. I always got a place for you. So uh, I went and and stayed with him and I walk up to this building. It's a, it's a fourplex. 
So, uh, you know, I go into to the apartment where I'm going to be staying in and, you know, put my stuff down and we're hanging out for the weekend. And one of those days, um, somebody comes and knocks on the door. So he opens the door and they hand him a check and he closes the door. There was, you know, there was a high and by and that's pretty much it. No words really exchanged. And I'm like, hey, you know, why are people just handing you money? Like, you know, what's going on with that? Is this something you want to tell me? Something I don't know about? And he's like, yeah, that's uh, that's just my tenant dropping off their rent check. And from that point forward, it was another mind blowing experience for me. Like, wow, like I you're you're a landlord, you know, you're, you're really out here doing this. So um, after that point, he was kind of the first person to, to do it within my friend group. But I had two other friends who who basically saw his example and did the same thing. One of them went on and got a duplex. Another one got a house hack out in, in Washington, D.C., so watching those three guys and, and seeing the things that they were doing uh, really sparked a idea in my mind. So from that point forward, um, I knew all this money that I was saving that I had no intention for. I knew what I wanted to do with it. I knew I was going to get a house hack and that's what I wanted to do. So um, I moved back home to Atlanta last year in August of 2019. Um, I stayed at home for, for six months, saved up some money. And um, and eventually found a, a perfect house hack that, that that I like. So that's currently the house that I'm in right now. Um, it's a single family home. It's an older home. Uh, it was built in 1966. When I bought it, it was it was newly renovated. It cost um, 175 thousand was the the price that we that we agreed on. Um, I had a three percent conventional mortgage that I got. And after the seller covered about five thousand in, in closing costs, it cost me about forty seven hundred to to walk in the door. So, um, not a lot of money out of pocket, which I was very happy for. That allowed me to keep some money in reserve in case um, something something happened. So, the home that I'm in now it is a five bedroom, two bath in total. Um, on the top is a ranch style house. There's there's three bedrooms with one bathroom on top, and then the finished basement. There's two bedrooms with one bath. And um, they basically can can be treated as, as two separate units, um, which, you know, hopefully, hopefully I can I can do that one day. So I bought this house in, in February of 2020 of this year. So I've been in here a few months now and, and the plan is to start house hacking pretty soon. So next question. Um, what challenges are you facing and how are you overcoming them? So. A few months ago, I went out to L.A. to visit a friend and um, I went out. I was out there for about maybe 10 days and I had my cousin come and, and house it for me. So after coming back, she picks me up from the airport and we we're just talking about, you know, how things were going in L.A., how things were going here with the house. You know, everything's fine. You know, this is going on with this family member, this, that just kind of chatting. And the last thing she says before we get up to the house is, oh, yeah, you know, I forgot to tell you, but, you know, I use the bathroom and now the drains are clogged and there's poop all in the shower when I go down and look at it. And I'm just like, oh, my God, what's going on here? So had a, a plumber come and um, come and check it out. They had to remove the toilet. They had to snake it out and, and clear the clog. And he put his camera down there. And during the inspection, he's he's going down and he sees like there's there's tree roots in the pipe. 
And in the back of my mind, I'm like, tree roots. Like, I've never heard of that before. That's never been a concept. I've never thought tree roots could make their way into a pipe. But I guess, you know, you can't stop nature and, and it's going to take its course one way or another. So that's a problem that I'm, I'm dealing with right now, just trying to get bids and figure out how to clear that problem up and what would be the most economic way to do that. Um, so I've, I've got one from that same plumber and he's like, Hey man, we're going to have to come in here. We're going to have to get an excavator. We're going to have to dig up the yard. It's going to be about 15 feet deep. We're going to have to clear the tree roots. We're going to have to replace the pipe that's there. And, uh, and that'll be, you know, close to $7,000, maybe more depending on how much work we actually have to do once we get down there and see what's going on. So a very, very huge bill for that. Um, a problem that I'm going to have to fix if I want to use the downstairs bathroom, which I do because I, I eventually want to rent it out to a tenant. So um, luckily, I have some reserves saved up from when I was doing all my saving back in Buffalo. And um, I'm hoping to to get that situation taken care of and then get the unit listed and eventually get a, a tenant in here. So question number four. Why do you want to house hack? What will house hacking allow you to do? So my ultimate goal with house hacking and investing in general is to just have financial freedom. Um, I love traveling. Um, so I want to do that eventually. Um, I've had the, the privilege to visit four different continents. I want to visit seven by the time, you know, I leave this earth. Um, and another thing I, I currently work in, in IT right now. Um, you know, I love my job. I love what I do. I love learning. I love dealing with technology and, and solving different problems in different ways. But, you know, I don't know what the future holds, what a future boss may may be like or anything like that. So I just don't want to tie myself down to, to one source of income, to, to one job or anything. And I know, you know, I do have passions to work with youth. Um um, youth who, who were like me, underprivileged growing up, didn't grow up with, you know, a, a large amount of money or in a, a great family setting or in a great area or anything like that. So that's definitely been a passion of mine and, and having financial freedom would allow me to do that. Um, as well as providing for my future family and giving them experiences that, you know, I didn't necessarily have growing up. So that is the goal with house hacking. So long-term investing goals, um, like I said before, financial freedom is the is the goal. So um, I want to do one per year. So this is 2020 now. Hopefully I can do one next year and the year after and then start evaluating, you know, maybe doing something different with, with real estate investing. Um, maybe doing multifamily houses or single family houses. Um, and, and building up enough rental income to cover my expenses. And then from there, just just having that option to be able to to leave and and, and do what I want to do, stay with within the IT field, um, maybe move to a different field, maybe do consulting, maybe do some volunteering with you. Um, you know, the the, the options are, are endless once you hit that point. So so that's the goal long term. Yeah. So thank you. What's up, uh, Bradley and Drew? Um, this is Matthew Adu here. I'm 25 years old. I'm from uh, Southern California, more specifically Huntington Beach, California. Um, right now, the actions that I'm taking to get into my first house act are that 
just trying to get as educated as possible, learning everything I can about there is about house hacking, real estate investing, you know, managing properties, estimating rehab costs, understanding the tax benefits and all of that. So I'm just reading a lot of books, uh, listening to, oh, oh, by the way, I've, I love your ebook, by the way, I obviously read that, uh, listening to your guys' podcast and other podcasts and just basically trying to immerse myself in the real estate investing um, adventure, so to speak. Um, I also am saving, I, I have a savings goal of $20,000 and I'm saving vigorously for that goal. I have $15,000 right now. Um, so, uh, I should be get hitting that $20,000 goal by this uh, summer around July, August or so. Um, right now the challenges that I'm facing about getting to my first house hack is, um, I'm not really familiar with any real estate markets outside of Southern California. So to overcome that challenge, um, I have, although I have a real estate agent friend who moved to Nashville um, a couple years ago, and right now he's a pretty successful uh, new real estate agent there. And so I'm definitely going to pick his brain and see what you know what there is basically to offer in terms of you know house hacking and real estate investing. And um, I'm also really interested in you know utilizing a 203k loan to get into my first. Uh, house hacks. So uh, I'm definitely going to try and find um, some experienced two or three K lenders online and, you know, pick their brains to see, you know, uh, what it's like to invest in, you know, the Nashville, Memphis area. Um, I also have some uh, friends that have family there so I can basically ask them um, what that area is like. Um, I just know that that area is, you know, it's nice. It's uh, well populated. Um, and it's got really decent housing prices over there. So that's kind of why the Memphis, Nashville, Tennessee area is kind of my first area on my radar that I want to invest in. Um, uh, basically, I want a house hack because uh, it'll allow me to basically uh, offset my largest expense being rent slash mortgage. Um, and uh, I just, I love the fact that I can, you know, get a multifamily property, live in one unit, rent the others out and have my tenants pay off my mortgage, um, have the property uh, supposedly, hopefully appreciate, you know, and then hopefully gain that steady cash flow um, that will allow me to save um, and, you know, hopefully save for my next, for my second rental property um, if everything goes well. So I just love how, uh, House hack, I, and I also think that house hacking is the best way to get started in real estate, no doubt. Um, it's the best way to get started with low money, down, uh, very little money, um, and basically get, get yourself started in the real estate investing adventure. Um, my long-term goals, investing goals are, you know, I, I, I see myself in like 10 years having like 10 to 20 uh, rental properties and that will allow me to basically have the freedom to, you know, not work a day job anymore. It'll hopefully uh, allow me to spend time with my future family. And then it'll also allow me to, you know, travel the country, travel the world. Um, and although I've been to plenty, plenty of countries already, you know, more specifically Europe, I know there's so much more out there. And I know that uh, real estate investing is the best way to, you know, to achieve that goal. And I know that house hacking is the, de is the best way to get started um, into reaching that goal. So 
yeah, I hope that you know answered all of your questions, guys, and I uh, hope that you'll find it useful for your next podcast. So, um, yeah, uh, have a, have a great rest of your day, guys, and uh, you know, wish me luck on my uh, real estate investing career. All right, thanks, guys. See ya. All right, thanks so much for listening. If you could please go rate and subscribe to our podcast. The ratings are really going to help us grow organically and reach more listeners. I thought that episode was really cool. I really loved hearing everyone's story, what motivates them, and why they're doing it, and what their long-term goals are. If you want to be a part of an episode like this, or if you liked this kind of episode, email us at info at househackingsuccess.com and let us know. Uh, We'd love to hear your feedback or if you're interested in participating in another episode like this. We'd just love to hear from you. Just let us know and uh, look forward to hearing from you. Have a great day.